That was that was him at celebration. Tim's like, I really really appreciated your your rolling smoke. Oh, Java 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 Java. Are you saying Java 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 Java? This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about... Ed Rio? <laughs> That's how I'm saying it. That's Ed Rio? And... Tutu. No. And... Oh, are we doing someone else? Oh, okay. I'll just wait. Okay. I, I know, know something you don't know. I can't you believe you don't know, know. that. <laughs> I'm Matt's favorite line. Yep. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I surprised know. you don't know that. <laughs> I don't know what any of this is again, so... Oh, come on. Please educate me. <laughs> well, Two Tubes appears in Rogue One. Jay, did you see Rogue One? I saw Rogue One once. I did watch the end a few times when it came on Netflix, because the end oh, is yeah. good. And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I... so, and something else Matt's going to tell us. Okay. I know two <laughs> things you don't know. Now, you probably know more than I fucking know, trust me. With this you know guy, I two. probably know more than anyone should. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I'm looking here at the don't, future. Don't, Chris, don't. you should know this. Is someone pureling their I was hand? I say, don't. I just pureled. <laughs> I just pureled my hand. Don't blow the lead, Tim. Don't blow the lead. But yeah. what you said, that's, that's all good. <laughs> Tim, Tim is, is decontaminating himself from himself. From himself, yeah. I am, uh, how do you say, filthy? I was driving me nuts of this one guy at work. Every time he moved his hands, he had to sanitize them. I sat there and watched him sanitize his hands, grab the mouse on his computer, look at something, turn to me and talk, sanitize his hands and grab the mouse. I go, why the fuck do you sanitize your hands? You're touching the mouse that you just touched after you sanitized your hands. <laughs> That's crazy. Yep. Oh, that guy, he is scared to death of this. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people who hate breathing the air because yeah. of this, you know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Tim, Tim, are you going to do that, like, throughout the show? No, I have I have two, you know, the little travel bottles of hand sanitizer. Uh, and that's all I have. And, yeah, and probably between the two of them, they, they probably equal about three quarters of one bottle. And I had to punch an old lady to get that. <laughs> no, I, 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 uh, I, I, when when I first started hearing about all this stuff, uh, I bought a, a bought a, two bottles. And actually, it was when I when I flew out to Vegas, I bought two bottles, uh, just in case, you know, because I like to have them on me. And, and when I was hanging out with Steve and going out places, I, well, yeah. I like to have hand sanitizer. So uh, I bought this before the whole panic came about. Um, you were ahead so of the curve. I, you, I was. I was. You weren't. I didn't, I didn't buy. You were ahead of it. I didn't buy a big bottle. I have the little like three three ounce bottle. I have two little three ounce bottles that are both about a third full at this point. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I got. So I, I like dab out like a little like half a milliliter. I'm like beep 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 beep. beep. And then I'm like I'm <laughs> safe. I'm safe from everything. Feline AIDS. <laughs> be damned. Bullets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bullets. Kryptonite. 
you know, planets colliding with others, supernovas. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. All right. Well, <clears throat> my name is San Diego Comic Con Chris. And. <laughs> no, that's that <laughs> no, three good. things. Yeah. <laughs> um, today I am joined by Mercenary Matt. Hey, say it. And, okay, there you go. I'm done. I'm um, done. <laughs> David Acord. That's your name, Dave. David Acord. I recognize that name. Not, I mean, not my name, obviously. But <laughs> I know that's my name, that name. That's me. <laughs> I know Tim has mentioned David Acord. I think I might even know who that is. All right, David, I'm not gonna. David Acord uh, was given a Swick frisbee. Oh, okay. And may- <laughs> maybe maybe a coffee mug. Uh, I know, I know, I know. I gave him at least a frisbee. But I don't know if he got. A- I know Matt Wood got a coffee mug, but David Acord, I think, just got a frisbee. All right. Last one is also breathing apparatus Tim. And- apparatim. 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 Well, I want to know what date what Matt knows that I don't know. All right. Well, here you go. <laughs> How to please a woman? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, that is up there. Just spell the <laughs> alphabet. You put a, your left B, foot in. C. You take your left foot out. <laughs> your whole foot. <laughs> Some girls like that. <laughs> All right. Here's the facts. There are two two tubes, and we're going to talk Those about the two two left. tubes together on this episode. That's four, four tubes. tubes. That's right. <laughs> there are two guys no. named two tubes. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. This is just going to cause a problem. So, yes. be- <laughs> before we start, I did want to mention that this is a Patreon pick from supporter Daniel Eklor, which I think we've now all met because he was at the, he was at both balls for all. So, Dave, you've, you've even met Daniel. If you don't remember. David, 45? Yes. David Eklor? <laughs> no. Daniel Eklor. Daniel, Eckle, okay. He's 45 feet tall. Yes. He came to both balls for alls with the only attractive woman <laughs> that anybody brought other than Matt with his wife. You sound like you're talking about Bill Brasky. <laughs> Bill Brasky's 45 feet tall. Yeah, Dan, I, I believe Dan is. Dan was the one that he, he brought. He brought a date to uh, both of the balls for alls, and he bought. He, he was basically the most attractive woman in the in the building. Really? Next time. I agree with that. I don't remember this. Yeah, you were drunk. I think I think it was I think I think Dan was the one. Yes, one, that's one her. Was, yes. I, I forget yeah, her. One na- one had a had an accent. And the other and I think the second one was a different was a different <laughs> you, lady. You better be right. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's married though to her now. I think you know. Oh, is he? Congratulations. You, you better be more right. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> And this doesn't include the the woman in the costume that Tim may or may not have taken home that night. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, you better be right. Everybody better be right. <laughs> there, yeah, there were there were there were there were people that I hung out with after the last boss brawl, but yeah, it didn't lead to anything erotic. Just a friendship. Yes, that's good enough. Tell me, I don't know who. All right. I still don't know who to. So, oh, let me thank Daniel real quick because I, I do want to mention that his the level he supported is 
has been supporting us on Patreon, he gets he gets to pick. He's gotten a pick for a very long time, and somehow he slipped through the cracks, and he's been extremely patient about it. So thank you, Daniel, for your support. Mm-hmm. Thank you for slipping through our cracks. So, all right, the first of the two two-tubes, Edrio. That is the one Chris had opened the show with. And his name, he goes by Edrio Two-Tubes. So he's a pilot from the planet Yartonga. Which makes me think of the Sugar Hill Gang Apache for some reason. <laughs> Tonga, Tonga, Tonga. And after the Empire conquered and occupied Yartonga, Edrio and his eggmate, Benthic, joined Saw. Egg? <laughs> eggmate. We'll get into that. Don't you worry. What? He, he, was, he was a double, double yoker. It's actually weirder <laughs> than that. It is. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So he joined Saw Guerrero's Partisans. That's the name Saw of his Guerrero. Group. Is Force Whitaker. Yes. Correct. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So one Saw egg, G- two partisans. Saw Guerrera and the partisans. <laughs> performing live at Shaman's Cantina. <laughs> my baby go mess around because my fucked up eye. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> That's awful. So Ed Rio. What is this? <laughs> sing Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Edrio, he flew a Y-Wing transport. Now, this was like the new ship that they introduced in Rogue One, which I thought, I don't know if you guys remember it off the top of your head. You may have to look it up. I thought it was a fighter. It did not look like it was going to have more than one person in it. It looked like it was in the same world and same size as the X-Wing and the Y-Wings. You guys know the ship I'm talking about? Yeah, from the toy, especially. Oh, there was a, a, a Rogue One toy for it? No. Oh. Like... Real Star Wars. Yeah, but you, you, <laughs> you wings didn't exist till Rogue One. I, I said Y wing. No, I said I thought it looked like it was the same size as an X wing or Y wing. Uh, okay. In this article, it lists it as a y, a U wing transport, but it doesn't look big enough for more than one person to me. Yeah, I just I I just know the Y wing. I don't know anything. I don't think I know anything after 1983. All right. <laughs> the the is it the the U, I see a U wing starfighter. Is it shaped like a U? Yeah. You okay. betcha. Because some of these things are supposed to be shaped like letters that aren't. Like an A-wing. Or a B-wing. More, more, more specifically, B-wing. B-wing looks like a B-wing when it's upside down and facing the right direction. So, yeah. it's, it's, con- <laughs> so it's conditional. Call it a T-wing. It's more of a T. <laughs> Twing. Lowercase U. Then there's right, one that's just look shit up. There's one that's just a straight line that they call the W wing for some fucked up reason. <laughs> <laughs> so in the early days of the rebellion, Ed Rio and Saul attacked an Imperial command cruiser called Marauder, which is it looks like these Imperial command cruisers are the step between those Republic Star Destroyer looking ships we saw at the end of Revenge of the Sith, and then what would eventually become the most common star destroyer. I'm starting to think when I was going through this, in fact, then in my next line, I'm start. I, I, I got, I gathered, I should say, I'm not even surmising that this is a rebel story. So, uh, t- Chris, you're the only one I think that's watched all rebels probably. Right. Yeah. But you know, my, you know, my, my memory, well, I'm not even, <laughs> I'm not even looking for confirmation on that. I guess I'm, I'm, do you even remember this guy? Not even his story, but do you remember this guy being I in it? Look, okay. Yeah. Cause I always thought he looked like a, an, an evil 2-1-B. Sort of, yeah, because he's got that breathing mask on with, b- with weird uh, tubes coming out of it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, Use two tubes B. <laughs> there you go. So in this particular mission, they rescued Ezra Bridger and Sabine Wren, which are those are Rebels characters, right? You can at least yeah. confirm that. Okay, good. Okay. From what was called the Jalindi Outpost. And after rescuing them, he flew the group. And by group, it's we're talking now Ezra, Sabine, Saul, and himself to the Fayo station. He dropped off Saul and the others, and Saul told him to go follow his signal, which I I am thoroughly confused at the way this article is written at this point because I, I don't know if he means just fly around the planet till you get my signal, then follow it or what. <laughs> so I should have watched this episode. But we know how pressed for time we all are in this quarantine. How could I possibly have watched 22 minutes of a cartoon and before preparing for this episode? <laughs> this guy looks like everybody at the grocery store with a mask on. <laughs> in today's world, yeah. I do remember this guy looks cool. He looks he looks very cool, and I get the 2-1-B thing. I think he showed up in the one of the Rogue One trailers. There was, I think there was one shot of that hero shot of him turning his head. I think that may have been in one of the trailers. I think you're right, yeah. It almost looks like one of those things from Hellraiser. With shatter teeth? Oh uh, yeah. I don't I don't I'm not a big Hellraiser guy, but I know that, that there's like his collection of weirdos. The Cinnobites. The Cinnobites. Yeah. It sounds it like, like a tasty a snack you buy at the mall. <laughs> at the, at the very at, at the very least, it looks like something from Scooby Doo and the Thirteen Ghosts. <laughs> 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 Zoics. Zoic Scoob. So so however they were separated and however he's get the, gonna get the signal, he got the signal and he followed the signal to another part of the galaxy called the Tonus Sector. And that's where the Empire was attempting to transfer a load of Kyber crystals to Captain Slavin's Star Destroyer. <laughs> so Saul set the crystal to explode. And he jumped on the Edrio's ship just before the explosion. And all crystals, all crystals have those settings on. Uh, them. Explode. It's it's glow, yeah. shoot, and explode. And Kyber crystals are the things they make lightsabers with, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and apparently, well, not apparently. I think we actually talked about this in the Kyber crystal episode. I think they also powered the Death Star super weapon. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. You are absolutely 100%. So people are mining these on some planet, um, I I assume. Yes. Okay. That's what I I remember that from that episode. That must be maybe the most important job in the history of Star Wars. If you control the, the collection of kyber crystals, then... I don't know how you could be much more powerful. I don't remember there being a lot of, you know, mining of these things. Not that that has to do with this character. There's, but. there's blood, blood kybers. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I think, I think they would mine them on Jeddah. Yeah. I, I seem to remember during the, during the battle where, where Saw Gerrera is first introduced in two tubes there in Rogue One, there's a tank that, blows up a cart and it, it shoots all these kyber crystals all over the place and you, all the 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 locals are all running around running kyber kyber it's, it's almost like if someone went and dropped hundred dollar bills from a skyscraper people were scattering <laughs> like ants to pick up these these kyber crystals because they had so much value to them 
Okay. Well, that's cool because I don't remember that, but that would make sense. It was so crazy that Kaysenbog lost his head in the whole ordeal. (laughs) (laughs) That's a callback. No, I think Tim's right. And I didn't, I mean, maybe I did know this watching Rogue One. Uh, It's that one. I I have seen it twice, but I, it was like within months of it being open. So it's been years since I've seen it now. And I don't recall that the whole Kyber crystal mining thing, but doing this research, and we're actually going to get to a point where it flat out says they were mining copper crystals on Jetta or Je- however you say it. <laughs> and it makes perfect sense, like in hindsight. So, yeah, I think Tim's 100% right. And I think it was actually spelled out in the movie one way or another. I just have forgotten since then. Well, Jetta was like an ancient Jedi home planet kind of thing. And, and it's it, it has been a while since I've watched Rogue One. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it at some point during this sequestering. <laughs> you get that. Yeah, I got. I have time, um, but yeah, I, I, I some of the details of Rogue One are are a little um, vague, but uh, but I I think Jetta was one of the planets that you could go and mine kyber crystals. The details of Rogue One get mixed up and vague because like half the scenes in the trailer weren't in the movie. Yeah. So <laughs> that's like, right. Yeah, I'm like I can't wait to see that scene. Oh, that was one that wasn't in the in this, the yeah. movie i want to see her fight a tie fighter oh shit <laughs> <laughs> so this guy part of his deal is that he's dealing or i don't know whether it's on the right side or the wrong side of the law in these crystals nope not at all okay <laughs> well what he is well the whole saw Guerrero and the partisans they are they're on the they're against the empire but they're not on the side of the rebels so they're not really fighting. They, I guess they're fighting for freedom, but they're not fighting for freedom for the galaxy. They're fighting for freedom for themselves, and and they'll do it at all costs. They don't give a fuck. If they take out a half planet of innocent bystanders just to keep the Empire from getting to the next step of their next Death Star, they, they'll do it. They don't, they, don't, they don't give a fuck, and he's part of that group. Huh. And that makes sense. This is a good story. So, no, we want it's, we it's want freedom for the twenty of us, <laughs> but we don't care if we have to kill billions of people to get our twenty people free. Yep, it's, it's like the all, yeah. all the ends justify their means. It doesn't matter what it is. Include, Spock it, would have a have a real problem with that, including casting. <laughs> what's his name? Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> Java, 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 Java. That's my Forrest Whitaker in in Java. <laughs> That's Forrest Whitaker and everything. Can you kill me? That was that was in a <laughs> celebration. Tim's like, I really, I really appreciated your your rolling smoke. Oh, Java, 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 Java. <laughs> Are you saying Java, 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 <laughs> Java, 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 Java? <laughs> That's, 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 how, that's, that's how we got the role in Star Wars. Oh, he knows Star Wars, Jabba, Jabba, Jabba. He, he knows Jabba. Yeah. He speaks it. Jabba, Jabba, delicious crumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what the hell? Okay, uh, <laughs> I don't even know where I'm on my notes. Oh, okay, Adiro. We're still on Adiro two tubes. He had one last notable mission in his lifetime. He and the rest of the partisans raided an Imperial metal factory on the planet Doma 4 after he learned that they provided uh, a piece to a new secret Imperial project, which from the links I was following seems to indicate it was the second Death Star. So we hadn't, we're not quite at Jedi territory yet, but we're in there. 
It was a catalytic converter. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) The secret Imperial project in any Star Wars thing is always the Death Death Star. Star. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Worst worst kept secret ever. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I'm building a Death Star. (laughs) Over near Endor. And Billy Zane Zane will be there with the Emperor. Emperor is lying up at bed two in the morning, way too excited about the pictures he just snuck off of the next Death Star, and he has to send them to his moths. Don't tell anyone I showed you this, but look at this. (laughs) It's so big. (laughs) (laughs) I love love the impressions. Oh, okay. that you guys do, <laughs> whether they're good or whether they're close or not, they're always great. They're great when they're close. They're even worse when they're about as bad as they could possibly be. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> it was. It's. It's kind of like when when we were trying to record um, <laughs> the one holiday special, and I could not remember where, how I did my emperor, so it just kind of ended up being <laughs> it's Tony Danza. Tony Danza. Tony Danza. Hey, oh, <laughs> hey, Dooku. I couldn't, I couldn't remember how to do Palpatine. Oh, my God. We're in this. This is, this is well, okay. Off topic. Who gives a crap? We're, during this whole quarantine, we're watching this crap out of Buzzer TV on Pluto TV or Buzzer Channel on Pluto TV. It's all game shows all the time. Oh. There's, mm-hmm. there's this one. It's called the Match Game Hollywood Squares Hour. It's where half of oh. it is Match Game and the second half is Hollywood Squares, but they just transform the set right there on the show and they <laughs> they have six people for match game then they bring three people out for hollywood squares so far one of the guests the third guest has been fred travelina oh god yes and he is <laughs> his stick is so bad and there's nothing there's almost nothing worse than an impersonator there's nothing <laughs> the, the one thing worse than that is an impersonator who's the first line of everything he does it says Oh, I'm Jimmy Carter. I'm hi. I'm the president. Yeah. Or yeah. oh, I'm I'm Woody Allen, and I I read comic books. It's like it, you're no good if you have to announce who you are every time you start your stick. <laughs> right, but that's what he did. Yep, every freaking time. <laughs> uh, I remember him, and I threw he an em- empty can at the TV. I thought you were going to say Tony Danza. Was no, there he is. <laughs> no, but Bowser do, from, uh, from Sean Na Na was the host of the Hollywood Square segment, and Gene Rayburn was ah! a match game. <laughs> Why was he the host? I have no idea. Oh, God. Do, 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 do. <laughs> but it was as himself. Uh, I think John Bauman's his real name. You're the only person that knows Bowser's real name. It's Now it's everybody else listening does. <laughs> It's it's a better kept secret than the Death Star. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it's the best <laughs> kept secret as opposed to the worst. Right. <laughs> hey, uh, does anybody know Bowser's name? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Dave. I'm gonna make fun of Matt knowing game shows. See, that's my Fred Travelina impression. <laughs> <laughs> it was Sounds just like Dave. It was spot on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Spot on. Uh, all right. So what were we talking about? Oh, this whole. Wait, was that? Oh, I think that was it. So no, that was. Oh, my God. That's the entire story. So <laughs> you said something about eggs. Benedict. No, no. Here yeah, we go. Yeah. So. All right. So I, kinda, I just I kind of re- I read my notes wrong. So and Dira's last object was to raid the that Imperial metal factory. I thought he was doing it with Benthic, but no, that was the introduction to Benthic. So now that's the end of a His last. Notable mission was to to thwart the construction of the Death Star. Good job, because we had two of them. 
Nice use of thwart. Yeah. And we, we have to assume that he died when the planet was destroyed. Uh, Duma, Duma four. I didn't look up to see what happened to Duma four. So maybe it did. I'm assuming because he was, he was there. I, I, I mean, we didn't actually see him. Oh, uh, or- no, because this was post. I think. Oh, you know that's what's so oh, tough. That's about right. This. You, you said you said you said he was in Rebels. Okay? Yeah. Wait, no, Re- no Rebels. Rebel- Rebels was uh, was before Rogue One. Um, because this this leads the uh, Rogue One is literally like five minutes before Star Wars. Yeah. And Rebels is before, before that. that. So I I think the other guy died on the planet. Uh, but although we didn't see him die, so anything's possible. He could have he could have zipped away, but. I, I would assume so <laughs> logic would dictate that he is dead. You know, what's incredibly frustrating <laughs> here is I know somewhere in my notes, one of them got away from whatever that planet is, Jeddah. And I could have sworn it was him, but we haven't done the other guy yet. So maybe it's the other guy. I've only written these notes like three days ago, and I'm still confused on who's who. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, great, uh, I, 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 spoiler alert: uh, Ben Thick is alive post Rogue, Rogue okay. One. Okay. Yeah. So, well, let's okay. Let's get into this. So he does have he has a nicknamed uh, sharing eggmate Ben Thick two tubes. <laughs> and well, the the name comes from their appearance, the two tubes coming out of their breathing apparatus. I don't know if we've mentioned that or not. So let's let's talk about the eggmate thing before we talk about Ben Thick's story. So he, of course, was also born on Yar Tongna. Uh, they're actually called Tongnas. And to- this is interesting. Tongnas are distant genetic relatives to the Keldors, which is Plo Koon's species, and the Gans, which is Zuckus. Mm-hmm. And there is a little bit of both in each of them when you kind of look at it. Just a little with Zuckus. More with Plo Koon, I thought. Okay, yeah. Well, Zuckus is all wrapped up but yeah both blowcoon and zuckus they can't they can't breathe the uh, the air of which is yes oxygen that we breathe which is the exact reason why <laughs> two tubes has the messages to have the, the thing like, yeah oxygen yeah. You idiot. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things ever we can't breathe the air we breathe that goes yes Oxygen. <laughs> I didn't even mean it as a correction. I was just, I actually thought I was giving Tim an assist there. What's Thank the you. word I'm looking for? Oxygen. That's right. Tim, it's called oxygen. I can't believe you don't know that. You dumbass. <laughs> so they are hatched from eggs and the eggs are nurtured by a suspension jelly. Now, Ooh, while in this what? jelly, two or more eggs can sometimes get grafted together. Now, the weird thing is how, how do these eggs get so close is that they don't necessarily have to be from the same parents. And that's the case with Benthic and Idrio or Edrio. Okay. So these guys are like yeah. kissing cousins. Yeah. Then. So they're not, they're not yeah, from the same parents. Yeah. They're not, they're not identical twins. They're not paternal twins. They're not adopted twins. They're egg mates. I don't they're, know what they're, 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 they're petty dukes, identical yeah. cousins. So when this how happened, big are the eggs? Are they are these tiny eggs? Or are they fucking huge eggs? Ah, uh, they didn't show up. This was the most interesting part of both stories, and I just gave you everything there is to know about it. <laughs> oh, it's this is the best part. I know. Well, the only other thing I didn't note yet or, or say yet was that this when this happens, this creates a bond between them that lasts their entire life. So they're they're not going to die if they're not together, but they're most comfortable 
in each other's presence, which like a lot of people, I just say, like a, people are finding out they are or they aren't right now with their egg mates. <laughs> Both of them are like, every time they see each other, I love you, man. Beady, 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 beady. <laughs> That's Tim's go to. Oxygen. <laughs> oxygen. Gotta have it. The password is oxygen. Air. Supply. Oh. <laughs> Matt, you've been watching way too many game shows. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, no, we're on the Ben, ben Thick Two Tubes. So, he was an egg mate, of course, of Adira. We just discussed that. And now we also know through the previous story that his home was occupied by the Empire. When Benthic left Yar Tonga, he joined with Enfys Nest. I think I'm saying that right. And her Cloud Riders. That, mm-hmm. I, I was like, I know this. Who is this? And I clicked on it. And it's the, who was supposed to be the big reveal surprise character at the end of Solo, which I had no idea who this character was. I don't know if she's from the cartoons or what. Do you guys have any idea? You know who I'm talking about, first of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, <coughs> yeah she was... She was some, yeah, that basically Emphis Nest was like some, they made you think she was going to be the big baddie that they had to be, that, that was trying to fuck up all their shit mm-hmm. going on. And it turns out that when you watch Solo, it turns out she's basically uh, a free, she's trying to save her people and she's not, she's not a bad person. Uh, it's, it's, it was all just, you know, bad PR for her. <laughs> and uh, she turns out to be a good guy that, that they all, that they all want to help at the end of the end of the movie. So she's, she, she, she's a, she's a freedom fighter, but not a terrorist. Gotcha. And isn't this okay. a good time for you to plug your Instagram, your new Instagram um, page? I don't, I didn't think it was a very good time for it. <laughs> well, didn't, you just, just, <laughs> didn't you just post her on your, on your page? <laughs> No, uh, no, I did. I have not. <laughs> Chris, no, is I have to, not. Chris is trying to help, and he's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can. I, I mean, I can. I'll, well, we'll 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 save it to the end. We'll save okay. it to the, that'll, that'll be a better time. Okay. But no, I haven't. I haven't posted her as of yet. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, that was nice of you to try. I'm trying. He only has three followers. I'm just trying. <laughs> <laughs> So while Benthic was with the Cloud Riders, he was a part of quite a few of their missions that were just pure acts of revenge against the Empire and crime lords that subjugated his people. It turns out like most of the refugees from Yartanga were picked up by um, these these crime lords and, and offered just the, what would you call it? Just like, here's, we'll keep you safe, but you're going to live a life of servitude with us. We've kind of touched on that with some of Jabba's characters hinted at that. So I yeah. think they kind of wrapped that into the entire crime Lord culture in star Wars. It was, it was like endangered servitude. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gave you a meal. You work for me for the rest of your life. Ask right. grass or cash. It'll be rice for free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'll take ass. Damn it. Everyone always does. <laughs> <laughs> So at one point, the Cloud Riders had met up with Han Solo, Tobias Beckett, and their crew, and they were, well, this is the thing we were just talking about with Rogue One. They were uh, convinced to turn against Dryden Voss and the criminal syndicate Crimson Dawn. Again, I don't remember Rogue One well enough. Was 
the I guess well Dryden Voss was uh well, this is this is all this is all in solo yeah oh, I'm sorry that's what I meant I meant solo I'm sorry yes yes so solo. yeah and, I, and actually I, I just I just watched solo the other day so it's pretty it's still pretty fresh with me but yeah they at the end they that, that's that's when they reveal themselves and and solo and Becca and they're like oh you guys aren't so bad and uh and they go and um yeah they they basically go and take the whatever it was they were supposed to I forget what the what the stuff was that they were delivering to Dryden Voss, but they were going to take it and give it to Enfys Nest so that she could give it to the people that needed it. I guess the, the, the starving people of her people. She's like Robin hood. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, who was like Kevin Costner? Here's where I got confused. And I'm really glad you just saw this. What, what side was working for Drayden Voss solo and Beckett or solo writers? Solo and, Solo and Beckett had gone on this heist with uh, Lena Calrissian to some mines to get. Um, I'm trying to see if, if if the name of the the stuff is in there, but that that was where they went to that mine and they they stole this energy source to bring it back to Dryden Voss, who was going to use it for whatever his purposes were. Before they got to Voss, the 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 uh, the the writers got to them and convinced them, you know, maybe you should give it to us and don't give it to him. So then they decide to double cross Dryden Voss, and then Tobias Beckett double crosses them, and <laughs> but in the end, yeah, it's like how many how many crosses is that? It's like eight an eight cross, <laughs> an octocross. Uh, so in the end, uh, oh, coaxium. That's, that's what it was. The Tesseract. In the end. <laughs> yeah. So in the end, the, the coaxium that Dryden Voss had, had, had wanted Tobias Beckett and Solo to go and grab for them, for him, ended up getting in, going into the hands of Enfys Nest and her people, her cloud riders, which includes Ben Thick and, uh, and several other weird looking folks. Yes. Okay. Well, good. You actually filled that out way better than I did, so I can actually skip my next two lines because I said everything you said in two sentences, but it, <laughs> it, but it was not near as detailed. <laughs> that was Oxygen. a nice. That was a nice synopsis of the end <laughs> of of the movie <laughs> that, that I never need to watch again. That was great, Tim. I gotta tell you, no, um, Solo is. It, there's a lot going on there. It's 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 not as it's not as uh, vapid a movie as some people would have you think. There's a, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot of things in there that are kind of like eh, but for the most part, it's it's a it's a pretty entertaining movie. There you go. You there heard it, it here first. <laughs> <laughs> so post solo era now and moving towards the Rogue One era, which isn't that too far along, but it's still a little bit in time. So there's a big gap of his history missing. Benthic was on Jeddah during the Imperial Insurgents. That is the desert planet in Rogue One because the Star Wars galaxy is 85% desert planets, apparently, we're learning. Or we have now learned. Yeah. Is this the planet from the end of the movie where that tower was? Or is that a different planet? No, that's that's a beach planet, Dave. That's not desert. That's, that's Scarif. Oh, so there's a difference between beach and desert. Yes. It's beach. all fucking sand. Beach okay? has water. Yeah. Desert <laughs> does not. Yes. It's that simple. All right. I'll just keep quiet until okay. this is over. <laughs> Jenna, Jenna was the Tatooine. 
And the beach was the beach. Or the Jakku. Or the <laughs> That's my favorite reference at this right near the beach, boy. <laughs> he was with or actually he wasn't actually with Saw because we didn't see him yet, but he was present when the pilot Bodhi Rook uh defected and brought that message from Galen Orso to Saw Guerrera. And as now we're talking about the scenes, the the introduction of uh, well, apart from Sagarer going peekaboo down the hole to the young Jenner, so <laughs> we see him later on. Jabba, jabba, jabba. That's what he said. He didn't say peekaboo. Jabba, jabba. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> we all know about the when the Death Star did like the quarter power shot, or was wiping out the city from the planet. I'm only mentioning that because Benthic did manage to escape in a shuttle just before the Death Star fired. So he's the one. He is the one that escaped. For some reason, going into this, I thought it was Edrio that was escaped, but it's Benthic. So he survived. And he actually survived post-Battle of Yavin, which is, I guess, just a few months later anyway. I, I, I wrote that thinking we have another gap, but we really don't because I keep forgetting Rogue One is... What, what did you say, uh, Tim? Like five days it's before like, Star it's Wars? Like five, it's like five minutes. Like Yeah, uh, it's true. Yeah, because we go right to... Uh, yeah, um, yeah uh, Darth Vader on the... Um, the Carillion, uh yeah, cruiser. So basically, Rogue One and, and A New Hope is a, is a four and a half hour movie. Benthic, he survived the in the post battle of Yavin world. He became the de facto leader of the surviving partisans, and at one point in his escapades, he and the partisans crossed paths with Princess Leia Organa, Luke Skywalker, and Han Solo. At first, he intended just to flat out kill them for even remotely getting in the way of the partisans work because he figures that's what Saul Guerrero would have done but Leia was able to offer the partisans the alliance support and gave them some information about Jeddah which is something they had kind of researched and protected before and she shared that the Empire was still tearing apart the planet uh, trying to dig out kyber crystals now Benthic was a bit doubtful about this but decided to check it out anyway Benthic met up Luke at Ajed. I think I'm saying it right. One of the one of Jeddah's moons, and he saw firsthand that the Empire was continuing to defile Jeddah by continuing to my brother copper crystals. So that relationship, so far, so good. You would think that uh, since Benthic had met Solo a few ah, years earlier, we're, we're going to get to this. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, I was going to yes. say, like, like why would they want to kill him? Like, they well, were, they should have been. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't explain why he's going to kill him, but we are going to explore their meeting before. So now, sometime okay. later in this 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 alliance, Leia now recruited Benthic and his partisans for a mission of her own, and that was to attack the planet Shutorin. And Shutorin was a major ore producer that was supplying the planet for uh, ore to the Empire, and they're also an extremely wealthy noble family that was funneling money into the Empire as well. Huge Imperial supporters. So the entire planet's infrastructure was powered by this thing called the spike in quotes. And it's mm -hmm. this massive structure that was built by the planet's first settlers and everything that the, the power, the, the mining operations, pretty much everything leads back to the spike. It's, it's kind of literally holding the planet together. So Benthic, after reviewing the plans, learned that if they could destroy the spike, that the whole planet would explode. So he figured, you know, go big or go home. <laughs> so he had every, everything set and ready to go. But in the last second, Leia intervened saying, 
not to do this. And she said, this isn't part of the dream of the partisans that was started when Sagarar started the group. And Ben Thicke was like, huh, you're right. And he walked away, didn't blow it up, and didn't blow up the planet. This bitch makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) So now, while they're traveling away from Shu Turin, they're in the Millennium Falcon. And Bennett asked to be dropped off at this planet called (laughs) Solabia. And he said he has something else for the partisans to do. We never learn when that something else is. But we get this feeling that it's not good. Like a lot of people are going to get killed again. So Han Solo obliged. And when they land, he took a little one-on-one time with Ben, ben Thicke. And he's, he goes, remember that time we met before with the Cloud Riders? Eh, I just want you to remember that. And before I go, you don't necessarily have to do what you think you're going to do if you don't want to do it. Peace out. Bye. <laughs> and then from that, Ben Thicke said, uh, take this into consideration. And as they parted away, he implied that he would change his ways. But we never actually found out. And maybe I'll change my ways. <laughs> yep. And that is the story of Benthic, and that is the story of two tubes. And I do have some behind the scenes. Both two tubes were played by Aiden Cook. That was the actor you guys were mentioning before, correct? Well, that Dave Acor was the voice guy from. Oh, here. yes, that's my next line. Maybe if I kept reading, I could have followed up with that question. <laughs> Let me ask you this: who's, <laughs> who's Aiden Cook? Is that just like a? like a stunt actor i guess you don't know. yeah no skinny guy okay and the rebel series two tubes edrio at least was voiced by david eckard eckard I, I i we just went all through that and i fucked it up didn't i david david acord david acord <laughs> david acord and what is his job who he david acord is, is a voice like- actor but isn't he something he's like a special effects guy yeah, or something? No, oh he's like uh, okay he and Matt Wood are like the two like head honchos over at Lucas uh, Skywalker Sound now. So all of the Star Wars movies, like they're they're what Ben Burt. It took it it takes two people to do what Ben Burt did. <laughs> so Matt Wood and, and David Acord are Ben Burt now. So they're the ones that are do all the sound editing. They do some of the foley and sound design now. So basically, just about anything that's done for Lucasfilm is sound designed and edited by these by Acord and Wood. And how did you meet him to give him this stuff? Did you just do it at a convention or something? Yeah, it was one of the celebrations. I think it was the second Orlando celebration. Whichever whichever one we gave the we gave the um uh frisbees away at. Was that LA? I think that might have been LA. Or Anna. No. We threw frisbees out at both of the ones yeah. in Orlando. Yes, yeah, it was. That's correct. It was. It was. It was. Yeah, it was one of those. But yeah, I, we we had. Yeah, I guess I guess it was Orlando because I remember grabbing them out of the box when Matt wasn't looking <laughs> <laughs> to, to bring a the gift to, to give to some people because well we only had we only had a certain amount so like I grabbed like four nah, to I, give to some people so like Jet Lucas got one, Dave uh, Daniel Logan got one. I remember. Tamora Morrison got one. Um, yeah, so so if you like, like I had a few that I gave to some some of the notables at, at the convention after after we had already headed about. To. Yeah, no, I don't care. I probably still have some. That's how that's how like we'll do these events. I'll buy all this stuff and we'll give out as much as whatever we do, and then the leftovers get covered up in a box, and I find them when you're quarantined for virus <laughs> twenty years later. Uh-huh. Going, oh shit, I still have some of those. 
We're at we're at Matt's house. And I'm like, look, an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think I was actually that. No, I know I, you. I, don't think, I, I knew you took him, so you must have told me you were going to take him. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I remember this entire thing, so you must have said <laughs> you were going to take him. I'm like, please get him the fuck out of my house, or else I might find him 20 years later when we're quarantined for these, a virus. These, <laughs> yeah, when the virus comes, yeah. <laughs> this will all this will be all I have. <laughs> what did these people say when you gave them the frisbees? Were they just polite, or are they like, dude? Gee, thanks. On. Yeah, they were polite. Uh, the, um, the only one that actually was like, "Oh man, th- thanks," was uh, Daniel Logan because he seemed like a beach dude that would play play frisbee. Like, "Oh man, thanks." Yeah, I'm gonna bring this to the beach. I have a dog, and you know, my girlfriend. And I'm like, "All right, dog, man, you're on." <laughs> 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 I, got, I got a dog. I'm a die, and we're all gonna go. I got die. But and you couldn't get away from him. He kept following you around. But Jet Jet Lucas, I gave it to him. Because he saw my poster and said, I'm going to trade you. Here, take this. He's like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Here. <laughs> give, give, give it to his dad. And then I called Chris. I got an autograph you didn't get, motherfucker. Click. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about I right. I get a lot of those phone calls <sighs> sometimes. <with him>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the throw, last. Throw, nope, throwing those Frisbees out at those live shows that we did is one of the greatest moments of my life. I would just like to say that because we were done and it was like people were happy and we made people laugh and they wanted these things. And I was just, I was whizzing them into the whizzing crowd them out there. I and think- one guy, I let go of one and I, so you know, like you throw a Frisbee or a ball and you're like, Oh shit. The second you let go of it, it's yeah. just heading right at some lady's head. And one, and a guy just like snatched it out of the air, like Robert De Niro and awakening. Awake you know, what's funny. <laughs> we have that. That is on the credits. Of our of that event, I don't remember if it was the first or second. And now I know it was Jordan Paris because we got to meet him later that night at the House of Beer. I didn't know it yeah. at the time, but but you can see the exact thing Dave is talking about. There is going right at some woman's face who isn't even looking, and bam! There's Jordan's <laughs> arm, and he grabs it and he walks away like nothing, like it ain't nothing but a thing. Like De Niro, get the camera, yeah. get the camera. <laughs> Yeah, Jordan was a great guy. We went to that cool little bottle shop yeah. and we played shuffleboard and Jordan hang out with us. And Jordan always <laughs> likes all our stuff. Shout out to Jordan. That's Thanks right. for saving that lady's teeth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This this lady has no idea. She's she could be brain dead right like, now, you know. Yeah, not 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 realizing how close she came to death. Yeah. It would have been the end of Neo's ass. She would have sued us. It would have, yeah. 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 Thank, thank you, Jordan. You Jordan. So the last bit I have here, it go- harkens back to Chris's names. Uh, the Rogue One two tubes, the Edrio one, he was revealed to rabid Star Wars fans on July 20th, 2016 at San Diego Comic-Con. They showed the entire costume, masked everything. That was part of their um, part of their reveal for the upcoming movie. And that same day, his official entry or his little, uh, not even his bio, but the little blurb they put on StarWars.com it was re- was simultaneously released with the reveal and with that that's all i got so yeah, he was he was he was the boba fett yes it's nice when they get to like, the people that go to that convention i know it's the biggest one and it's probably an ordeal and and a major thing for a lot of people so to give them something exclusive like that is pretty cool of of star wars i but think the, is it really exclusive anymore? Because three seconds later, eighteen thousand people posted on YouTube, yeah. and everyone's live everyone sees it. Yeah, or that yeah, too. So you can see it live. I think the only thing that has been like an actual like exclusive exclusive 
Concerning Rogue One is at the at the celebration Anaheim. They showed that teaser trailer that I filmed and then posted, <laughs> and then it was taken. Oh, yes, then it was gone. That was awesome, though. That, that was how how many views that how wild like, that spread. It was yeah. Before we take it down, it had something like like fifty thousand views, and a couple of those geek websites as like real like strong ones like. Uh, um comic book uh whatever i don't they're so strong i don't know what the fuck their names are but they yeah, they, would, they shared it too <laughs> yeah uh yeah i was i was the only one who had who had filmed it because i didn't i didn't hear that they had said you were asleep don't film this what chris said. <laughs> I, I, I probably had nodded off a little bit <laughs> uh but i i had i had uh put that up um that particular trailer i don't think has ever been shown since then i don't, I don't think, think so. it has, yeah it's never been publicly available it was only uh, like going, going through the jungle and you see ships flying over and then you see the death star i bet, but yeah, I bet yeah. if we really dug deep on youtube your video is there somewhere because this stuff never goes away people rip it yeah. and share it and there's just like these bizarre channels that put full movies on in high def that i don't yeah. know how they do it and they're up there for ever for well not ever but they're up there like significantly long enough for people to find them it's like no matter what YouTube says they're cracking down on, there's it, it's amazing what's still on there. I bet you it's on there somewhere. <laughs> if we really looked for it, we could probably find it. But yeah, it was uh, yeah, I, I, I had filmed it, and then literally within a minute, I posted it on. Yep. I guess I, I don't know. Was I guess it was our our website? Yeah, I guess it was Facebook our page. our Facebook page. But yeah, it, it had gotten like you know. For us, a, an, an amazing amount of uh, views and likes, and then, uh, and then it was taken down. But it was it was only up for like twelve hours, something like that. I just Where found you, I, I just found it. Yeah. You know did what you, you are, Tim? Yep, I sure did. Is Tim, it, you're, is a, it, you're a bootlegger. Look at Matt's like if you dig deep enough, I just found it. I know. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it my? Is it my tape? Is it my I, I think it, it is. It's. Is this on YouTube? Yeah, I'm going to send you guys a link. I, I wanted to see what, because I'm sh most people that have shared it cut off the the clip where you move the camera towards Chris. I was hoping this would be the full one, but it, it, I'm, oh. I'm positive. <laughs> I'm positive this is it. Let's take a look at this. Everybody that's listening, you just sit sit back and <laughs> sit, sit back in your car. Tim, you're like the you're like the Dukes of Hazard. That's what you are. Yeah, this is this is the one that I that I had uh, recorded. Yep, you can hear Chris scream at the end. Is that still on there? <laughs> it, it probably is. I think there's only one scream like that. Let's bring it up here. Yeah, they cut it. Oh, they did. I, I remember. Yeah. I remember when they had the crowd reaction in there, and you heard Chris scream. And and some websites, when they stole the video, left that on, but you couldn't see Chris. Someone posted on one of those websites in the comments. It was like, was a dude sitting next to R two D two when he got shot? <laughs> <laughs> That's you. You're famous. <laughs> I'm a celebrity. I'm a star. I'm, a, I'm an R two scream. 
<laughs> well, we'll we'll have to we'll have to pop we'll have to pop this yep. up on our. I do. Chris is right though. I do like how I I oversold digging deep no, in the great. YouTube, and I, I all yeah, I did all I did was type in Rogue One Celebration trailer. I'm like, oh, found it. <laughs> yeah. the, the everybody thank me. I was the only person in that entire arena that, that broke uh, the law. Can't the directions <laughs> that broke the law illegally. Yeah. That defied an order. Then defiled to it. Film that. <laughs> yeah. well man that after good. all that talking oh i didn't even think about feedback oh <laughs> uh, well let me dig so, uh, like i said uh, several times in the past few episodes we've got tons and tons of feedback from uh oh you know what i will read this one itunes review because it was really cool I've, I've never even considered us influencing anyone in this way so let me let me read this so i'll start with this and it said rekindled passion from vader father said growing up in the 90s my dad introduced us to star wars before the special editions came out it was this awesome amazing moment between my brother and myself and i and him and i and i still think back on family over the years i was always a star wars fan but lost some interest oh thank you pop up for coming right in front of our reading (laughs) (laughs) over the years i was always a star wars fan but lost some interest as i grew up and went to college Recently, I've become a dad and have two girls, and I've been able to introduce Star Wars to. Having them find the movies engaging and seeing them become fans has been an amazing journey. I stumbled across your podcast because I drive for sales for a living and have lots of time on the road. Your podcast has filled my many boring hours with laughter and enjoyment. Because of you guys, I totally nerded out again on all the legend stuff. Thank you so much for what you do. This is the first podcast I felt completely I felt compelled to subscribe to and through Patreon and support that as well. Mike Anderson. He Yay. actually signed it at the end. Well, thank you, Mike. I didn't realize you're a Patreon supporter and all that, even though I despite having actually read this review before. So thank you both for the review and for Mr. your Mr. Anderson. Yes. <laughs> Anybody named Anderson ever always has somebody yeah. called Mr. Yep. Anderson yeah, to yeah. them. Yep. Thank you, Mike. What a cool Thank thing. You, Mike. Yeah. So now I got to find. Okay. Quigon feedback. I'm just going to pull one randomly here from Brian. He says, listening back from the beginning, and I love it. Enjoy the talk of the dead tooth and shenanigans just as much as the info on the characters. Suck it, Tim. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way you do it. That's the way you do it. <laughs> Bring up the dead tooth and then tell me to suck it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I know I've read that one because I remember the name. This one's from Kyle. He said, I stumbled across a podcast when I was looking for something new to listen to. I went back and started listening from the series from the beginning, and I really enjoy the sense of humor and find myself laughing out loud. Great job, guys. Thanks for all the laughs. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for listening. And I'm going to just do one more uh, random one. Not too short, but not too long. (laughs) Everyone's always stumbling. Uh, uh, on on the podcast, yes, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> they just trip and fall on us, you know. Just, you hear that all the time. It's a you don't just find it; you stumble upon it. I love it. So let's see. Well, then with Andrew, he said, "Thank you guys for what you've been doing recently. I haven't been actively listening to your episodes, partly because I've been very busy, and partly because I've been extremely disappointed by everything Disney has done to Star Wars. But I'm still your loyal fan. Swick is the only Star Wars page on Facebook and Instagram I've not unfollowed." <laughs> Wow. I'll try to catch up on Swick over the summer, and Quigon is a perfect character to start with. As a man used to say, negotiations will be short. I'm Liam Neeson, Frank Trevelina. 
That's the way Frank would do it. <laughs> yep. That's, that's right. <laughs> so, yes. do it, Frank? Oh, Liam needs a nice. So, thank you, everyone, for that. And I will be better prepared for feedback next time. I totally forgot that was a thing in this show. That was so well done off the cuff. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you very much. <laughs> I do have a piece it of feedback. I have a Twitter piece of feedback for Tim. And Tim, if you want me to cut this, please say so. But uh, it might be worth a laugh. Let's see if I can find it again. Okay. This guy apparently I mean, just, just joined Twitter and just, or, or at least just followed our page because I got the notice of the follow and then I got the message. He said, first he said, he's. He messages news as someone please tell Tim on the latest past the popcorn. There is a Robert Johnson red hot reference that was not wasted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but then he followed it up 30 minutes later saying, "Never mind." Tim called onward bead level. Tell him to eat a dick and die in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> What's his Twitter handle? Uh, it is. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really. Okay. His screen name is Sky Mouser, but his, his Twitter name is I'd fap to this. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, well done, Sap. No, you can you can keep that. Okay. That's, 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 okay. Yeah. No. Onward. I think is B level. Uh, B level Pixar. I don't. I don't think it's it's Pixar putting their best foot forward. Mm. And he said, "Eat a dick." So I think you're wrong. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Well, David, we're doing something new. Yeah, why I, not? I hate doing new stuff. <laughs> I hate everything, Do the old stuff you've new. always 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 done in the past. Don't do anything new. Well, we're not doing that. Oh. So, it's we've been new, doing this, this show. This is we've truly this a new show. world we live in. <laughs> we've been doing this show for 10 years. Right? <laughs> ten yeah, we have. Years. Almost. I think we started, no, it's 10 we started plus. in 2010 or 2011. It was 10 years, February 16th. And in and in some cases have known each other for forty years. I dare say. Yep. So instead of doing trivia, because after ten years, I well, we'll go back to trivia. I'm sure. But how many Star Wars trivia questions can one ask or answer? So what we're going to do is our own little mini version over the next couple episodes of the newlywed game, which I'm calling. The Swickly Wed game. Okay. Yeah, well, that's, We're gonna a, that's the same exact thing I called it when I played Swickly Wed game show special with these two guys. Okay. Do you not okay. remember that? Then, then it's not new. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Are you happy, Pappy? I am now. Okay, yeah. good. So I asked a couple of questions of the guys, and we're going to see what we know about each other. I'm going to host it. I am not a participant in this, but my answers are in the mix as well as everyone else's. So I'm going to do two questions per episode, and we will see who wins the episode. How about that? We don't need to keep score and have some bet and all kinds of like truncated bullshit. Okay, let's just have. (laughs) Are you getting angry at your own idea? I yes, this, I know, this idea sucks and I hate it. I resent it already. Okay, so I have myself a, a little uh, way to pick whom is guessing whom, and I'm going to roll them. And right now, Chris, yes, you are guessing me. Okay, and the first oh, category shit. is childhood crush. I've asked everybody several questions. I got them all secretly, so nobody knows anybody's answers except for me. That's why I'm not playing. So, Chris, for a point, what is my childhood crush? 
And when you sent me this, I was like overthinking, and I was like, "Do you mean like a real person from like from like elementary school or or a superstar?" <laughs> yeah, that's that. That was I was confused. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> yes, I meant st- a celebrity. You got it all. You all did exactly what I asked you to do. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this is a celebrity childhood. So Jem from Jem and the Holograms was a bad answer. <laughs> Chris, for a point. Okay, I gotta guess who you had a crush on. Who was my childhood crush? Yes. If you don't get it, we go in alphabetical order through the fellas, and they can steal the point. Okay. Okay. See, I'm thinking because you and I went, you know, kindergarten on up. We were same. We were the same age. I'm thinking who I had a a crush on back in the day. You're a month older than me. I am. Mm -hmm. That's point that out. I love Lucille Ball more than you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I want to say, because I know the shows that was back then and movies. I want to say, because I had the hots for her. I want to say Mallory Keaton, Justine Bateman. And I heard Matt, I think. I, I, I'm not laughing um, because no. I, I actually agree with that. But, but like, looking at her now, it's like, ooh, man, I, I dodged that I bullet. Seen her now. Don't take away my my child memory. <laughs> I'm saying Justine Bateman, not Jason Bateman. Justine Bateman. Is that your final answer? That, that's my final answer. Yeah. Chris, you are correct. Wow. Oh, are you fucking serious? That is a point. Justine Bateman is my answer. I was thinking of her when I wrote mine, but I didn't. Well done. I feel bad picking Tina others. <laughs> <laughs> I never liked her. That's <laughs> true. I remember. Means- I remember listening to Howard Stern show, and this woman called in with this really sultry voice. And he's like, she asked her question. He's like, never mind that. You know, what do you look like? She's like, I don't, I don't know how to describe myself. He's like, well, pick a celebrity. Who do you look like? I don't know that that girl from from family ties and they're like justine bateman no no the other one they're like oh the mother no no the other daughter they're like tina the others click (laughs) (laughs) and he probably went oof yeah something like that yeah (laughs) look out (laughs) i would love to (laughs) chris that was well done i gotta say i'm impressed you know me yeah all right i've rolled again and tim you got Chris. So Ooh, what yeah. is his childhood crush for a point? If you don't know, oh, Matt gets a shot. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I, think, I mean, it could be anybody. It could be anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no I, I don't know. Okay, no guess? No guess. All right, Matt, for oh. a steal of a point, Chris's childhood crush. Now, see, I want to say... Justine Bateman, because that's who he said he said he's basing it on who he has a crush with, but I don't know. That might be too simple. I also want to say Topanga, because I like to say Topanga. Fuck. Okay. Oh, no, I'm not going to say Topanga. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, well, I, I really want to say Justine Bateman, but I'm going to, I'm not going to. I'm going to go with the other heartthrob. It was kind of her, 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 uh, arch nemesis of heartthrobs in the eighties and go with Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano yes. is incorrect. Mm. Chris went super old school. <laughs> I it's- know. It, it's weird now because it's a show in the 70s. Faye Ray. 
Go ahead, Chris. Linda Carter? No, <laughs> I was a gigantic, gigantic fan of the show and a gigantic fan of blondes and gigantic fans of big oh. boobs. <sighs> Who is it, Matt? Um, Suzanne Summers? Suzanne Summers. I yeah. forgot about your obsession with with uh, the whole Three's Company and and, John, and how upset you were when John Ritter died. I should have thought this through yeah. better. <laughs> <laughs> Suzanne Summers, man. Christy Snow. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right, Matt. Uh-huh. It's your turn for first shot on Tim. <sighs> this is impossible. Now, some <laughs> of you, some of you for certain answers wrote this or that. I will give you credit for either answer. He has two people written down. I, oh, man. Tim's tough. Yeah. And Tim knows a lot more entertainment, like the the, <laughs> the actual people involved in entertainment than I do. But, oh, man. I don't know. And he's a little younger than us, too. So he's watched a generation of TV I'm not familiar with. So... I honestly don't have a guess. I'm going to go with who it's, it's, well, it's not childhood, but it's more childhood for Tim. I'm going to go with who was my biggest celebrity crush ever, but I'm a childhood crush. And it might be, I'm, it might be too late in life for Tim, but it's the only other answer I have. It's say Christina Applegate. That is incorrect. Chris, do you have a guess? Christ. I was going to say Fred Rogers first, but <laughs> <laughs> I'd fap to that. <laughs> Princess Meow Meow or whatever she is. Um, someone Tim had the hots for when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. I like all the, the guesses, like Milano and Applegate. Those, those were good guesses. Shit. I don't have a guess. <laughs> I want to say, I'll, I'll say Roseanne Barr. I have no idea. <laughs> no. <laughs> so Tim's two answers were Jodie Foster as in Bugs in Bugsy Malone. Oh God! Okay. Okay. Oh and my then, God! She's so hot in that. She's so hot in that. Jodie Foster. Okay. And then later in life, Drew Barrymore, but only when she had a drug problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's the obvious answer. I can't believe I didn't pick that. That is an obvious answer. Yes. No, I remember there was a People magazine that my mom bought, and it was. It, it, it was it was when I guess she had she had just come out and she had said I had this big huge drug problem. She was like fourteen or something. Yeah, and it had her with this gigantic late eighties hair. It said "Little Girl Lost," and I remember I was like thirteen, and I remember like looking through this magazine just thinking, Drew Barrymore is the most beautiful girl on the planet, <laughs> and like and like like I I, I held on to that magazine forever because I was just like. She's so hot, and I, while, while you guys were talking, I looked it up, and I'm like, I'm like, well, I mean, it, it's it's era appropriate. I don't I don't think I would think she was the hottest girl I've ever seen anymore. But at the time, I was all about it. I was all about her. I was I loved that that huge that huge uh, late '80s hair she had, and and I was you know in the the shoulder pad shirt and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, it was when that People magazine came out. I was like, oh. Drew Barrymore's, and actually, all through, all through high school, when she started to like, when she would have the little pixie blonde hair, and she did the topless scenes and like boys on the side, I was like, oh yeah, Drew Barrymore. So yeah, through high school, Drew Barrymore was uh, was 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 a thing. Her and uh, I guess Penelope and Miller to a certain extent. 
<laughs> Tim has a type. <laughs> Do you guys care if I pause for like two minutes? I gotta go tell Jack something real quick. No problem. Yeah. Good. Okay. You're adopted. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> He had to go tell him, I'm done recording this show. Let's watch TV. (laughs) Hello. There you go. I'm sorry about that. So in doing this, I am going to eliminate, uh, just also not make this take forever. I'm only going to do three of the four answers per time. So Matt, yours isn't getting used. God damn it. Because I didn't know who your person even was. How do you not know who Ari Myers is? All right. Let's play. Oh, you just said. I was going to say, let's play it. Do you guys know who that is? Who is it? Ari Myers. She was one of the daughters on Kate and Allie, the hot one. No. Ugh, no. People. No. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to look her up here. Let's take a peek. I had to look her up, and I looked her up, and I was like, I still had to click on it to see who she was. I still didn't know who it was from her picture. Do you know who this is? Yes. <laughs> oh, she, yeah, she's. You. you know oh, what? Okay. She is. Uh, she's very, very Topanga like. Yeah, she's like. Oh, shit! She's like Topanga, Beta, Beta Topanga. All right. Well, I, I have eliminated one answer from each round, but I don't then, have to from now on. Then she played a prostitute in Dutch. Ooh. Or call girl. That, I like her. Ed maybe, call, maybe not a prostitute. Yeah, they had a Neil movie. She was oh, a wait, maybe a call girl. Earth she was a con Earth. artist. Dutch. Dutch. And then Curly Sue. <laughs> All yeah. the shit John Hughes did at the end of his life. Dutch, she's wearing some mom jeans there, man. What? Yeah, she's wearing some mom jeans. <laughs> Matt is very protective of this lady. I don't know what he's talking about. You're looking at the All wrong right, person. Well, that's the first round. We're going to do another Dean round. Myers. <laughs> we'll do we'll do two questions per episode. How's that sound? Sounds good. All right. So here's your next one. Hottest current celebrity. Okay. I'm gonna roll. Tim, you got me. Hottest current celebrity. Oh shh. For a point. I have two names down. Either one of those names will get you a point. Um Oh, what is her name? Uh, na- and from Natural Born Killers, and <laughs> I know who you're thinking of it's not her. <laughs> oh dang it, um, Ju- Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis, yeah, I, I do love Juliet. <laughs> you like, not- is is she a current celebrity? <laughs> yeah, she hasn't been anything. <laughs> Way to give it a hundred percent. Is that your answer? The Juliet Lewis is the only one I can think of for you. All right, that is incorrect, Matt. Uh, my hottest current celebrity. Uh, yours are always so strange. Uh, yeah, stranger than Ari Myers. <laughs> <laughs> say Amberell. That's a good one. Because <laughs> I think she's very hot, but that see, is not uh, the answer see, either. And that's strange. Chris, I got yeah. two names. Bunch of them, man. So far, you are the only one with a point. Yeah, but in today's time, uh, Matt's right. You 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 pick some. Thank you. Where people? <laughs> I am going to say. I'm just saying who I think's hot. Um, I want to say Allison Bree from Community mm. and from Glow. That is incorrect. Okay. My two names were Rosario Dawson. 
Uh, oh, fuck! You should have known that. Yeah. We were just talking about her. And yeah. Marissa Tomei. Marissa Whoa, Tomei! Okay. Well, she's aged very, very well. Let's see? Tim knows. All right, Matt. What? It's your turn. Okay. And you got Tim. Okay. Hottest current celebrity? Hottest current celebrity. <sighs> Man. <laughs> no, this is just tough. Um. And honestly, you could ask me this. I could give you different answers on different days. That's that's the problem with me. And it's also it's it's again that's I I think Tim and Chris probably just know who these women are way more than way more many more names and and choices than I could come up with. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I'm trying to think of ones. He's what's funny is that I'm sure he's actually talked about how attractive some women are on this show and damned if I remember any of the ones he mentioned so uh, I'm going to go the music route and this is probably awful Tim's probably going to be mad that I even bring this up but I'm going to go music route and say Katy Perry because I have no other guess that is incorrect she almost made the list oh okay Uh, I feel a little better dark haired Black-haired Katy Perry was 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 uh, was I was like mm. yeah early Katy Perry I don't I'm not a fan of blonde Perry but black Perry <laughs> is something else all right Chris down to you who yeah. is who is Tim's current obsession I'm just going by what he's been watching lately and when he calls me say yeah I just saw I just watched this movie oh she had a big big set of titties. He always says that about <laughs> about a lot of people. But he just saw a movie I didn't see yet, and, and we both love her. It's the other girl from from Glow, which uh, Betty Gilpin. Oh, Betty, Betty Gilpin. No, yeah, no, but she does have a say it. Big old sitter. That's it. Memories. <laughs> that All was right. not it. <laughs> He says he's an Emma Stone man. Oh, okay. yes. Oh, yes. All right. No points there. I did have a, I did have a second one on there. It was this girl has is also well endowed. It was Kat Dennings. Oh, OK. I forgot. To yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. Kat Dennings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Matt, <laughs> back you're not to impressed. You. OK. <laughs> back to you for Chris. Oh, boy. Chris is pretty straight down the middle on his here. Really? Like, like if there was a list, if there were a list of this, this woman would top many lists, I yeah, believe. Sam, Sam she, <laughs> and his big old ass. <laughs> ben, is it deservedly so or because she's been so prominently featured in so many movies lately? Both, uh, I'd say. All right, then I'm going to go both, I'm yeah. going to go with the one that popped into my head. And it's it may be almost too pedestrian to guess, but I'm going to say Scarlett Johansson. Chris, is that correct? Yeah. Oh wow! All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying your choice right. was too pedestrian. I thought my guess might have been. So that's yeah. It wasn't a well, commentary on your I, guess. I love her. Two new in. I love. Her. All right. So that's Chris one, Matt one, and uh, we got Matt's guess left. Chris, you go first. This is another person I will give you a hint that I had to look up. Oh, come on. 
I had to look this woman up. I was like, "All right, Matt, that's two. That's two. I'm googling." Uh, you, you should not have to here. look up this one. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Sotomayor. Oh my god. So I don't see if you if you had to look her up. She's, I'm not going to know it. She's the first lady, for God's sakes. That's another hint. No, she's not. Well, in a way. What? Really? She's not the actual first lady. She's the first lady to do something, isn't she? Uh, not that I know of. No. Is this, is no, this, no, is no, no, a- no, 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 no. That's not. No, I know you're confusing her with someone else. Oh, then I still don't know who this <laughs> is. It's, it's, a, it's a Sally Ride? Now I'm thinking it's like a, a, a space lady. Some kind of NASA lady. No. She's an actress. She's been in a couple of the... She's been in some of the biggest movies over the past couple of years. And I mean the biggest movies. So those are Marvels? No. Um, To your career. I'll say Captain Marvel. What's what's her? What's her name? Brie Larson? I'll say Brie Larson. That is incorrect. Tim. Some of the biggest movies recently. Oh, shit. Evangeline Lilly. You're on the right track, but no. All right. I've looked this woman up. (laughs) (laughs) So is it Karen Gillan? Yes. Guardians. Yes. Okay. Okay, I thought okay. she was. Do- I thought she was Doctor Who. No, that's She's on uh, Doctor Who. Uh, yeah, she was. Uh, she was uh, in the Matt Smith Doctor Who, but she's not the new Doctor Who. That's uh, I can't think of her name. I so thought she's that's pretty who you too. Were no, no, Nebula from the Marvel yeah. movies, and, and she was in that's, Woman. That's, yes, that's perfect. I, I saw her picture. I, that's, I don't know. I can't make her look like that. That's her, and uh, she was also in Juman the both Jumanji new Jumanji movies. Yeah. Oh fucking a yeah yeah, mm-hmm. Matt. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a, that's an excellent excellent pick. Another yeah, wrong with Dave. That. That's Matt's hottest celebrity. She is and hot. She's hot. She's hot. She's, she's a she's a very nice shaped skull. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we will keep. So how about I got enough for four episodes? We'll do a little four episode contest arc, and after one episode, Chris and Matt are tied with one. Okay. And, okay. And I think the rest of your questions are easier for us to, to guess to. These these were hard. Yeah, I agree. The first two were a little it could change by the day. The rest of these on here, there's really kind of only one answer. So I think you guys will be more successful in upcoming episodes. But that's just a little taste. And that being said, both of you did get one right. Tim did. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, thank you, everyone out there for listening to Matt tells about two tubes, four tubes, you know, yeah. eight tubes, sixteen tubes, thirty-two tubes, and on and on and on. <laughs> That's a lot of tubes. It's a lot of tubes. <laughs> um, tune in next time. We're going to talk about Joe Bull and Rui Naberry. <laughs> These fucking names, man! I tell you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. 
Star Wars in character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.